Oh no, sir, help, I'm stuck. What's wrong, what happened? My hand, it's, it's stuck in the washing machine. This hand? Yeah. Oh my God, how did you do that? How did you not do that? <laughs> well, anyways, how can I ever thank you for helping me? Don't sweat it, just uh, be careful next time. <laughs> well, there must be some way I can show my appreciation. No, really, it's not necessary. Oh, pants. Why don't you just take them off and I'll wash them for you. Oh, that's okay. These are my work pants. Are you sure? I'm very good at rubbing things out. Actually, with grease stains, you, you want to dab it with like a little bit of baking soda. Well, how about after I toss in this load, I take your load. separating your whites and colors. Oh, I must have forgot. You forgot how to do laundry? The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Erdenbeck. I'm Alex Corley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello and welcome to the most riveting podcast this side of the galaxy. I'm Mike Odenbeck. That's Alex Gorley. And uh, tonight we're going to, uh, I'm going to undo my belt a little bit, unzip my pants. Uh, Alex has completely taken his pants off. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be a relaxed fit episode to end the year on. Something nice and chill. A, a little backstory uh, on the podcast. A little, a little uh, inside baseball, if you will, on uh, Soberless Thoughts, the podcast. Alex and I met uh, many, many moons ago. Many moons ago, uh, we were actually at the Battle of Orion in the Galactic Wars. Uh, is where we met. Uh, that was, what's the year? The year is now 2022. So that would have been 1,372 years ago. Right. I mean, in the future, years in the yeah. future. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yes. And then uh, <clears throat> we became best buddies on the battlefield there. And uh, when we got back to our home planet of Galaka, uh, we decided that we wanted to be podcasters in the 21st century on the planet Earth. That's right. And there's no better way to do that than to time travel back and and do that. And so the funny thing is when you time travel, you actually, and you guys will learn this probably in about five, 600 years from now, but when you time travel, your body does not actually time travel with you if you go in the past um what it is it's, it's more like your soul or your spirit but what you guys will come to find out it's actually called the ripple it's called the ripple and that's what you now at like now current day 21st century earth calls like a soul or a spirit but what we call and what everybody in the future calls the ripple is what this is. It's that essence. So anyways, it's the ripple gets sent back and, and you get placed into a body 
that's about to be born. And you have all your, you retain all your memories from your previous life, but you're in a brand new body and whatever planet that happens to be that you're on. Right, Alex? That's right. So Alex had the, the luck and joy of being placed into the love child of Paul McCartney and Yoko Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Many people don't even know that they had a baby together. It was only yeah. like five months after John Lennon died. Yeah. We're not going to go into the conspiracies that are there because this, yeah, re- this is a relaxed fit episode. <laughs> yeah. This is start off real relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, so that's a little yeah. inside baseball on soberless thoughts <laughs> a little backstory so i'm a ripple john lennon love child got it okay um well john you're not the descendant of john lennon at all you're a time traveler yeah, yeah. You're, but your body the dna yeah. of the host that you inhabit is the love child of paul mccartney and yoko uno yeah, sorry, I forgot. I just it, was, it gets so confusing sometimes. You forget. Um, right, you have so many other things <laughs> going on in your brain. I understand. Yeah. Uh, tonight, what are you drinking, Alex? Uh, I'm actually drinking Yingling traditional lager. Mm, mm. Just just the amber. Just keeping it simple. And I'm drinking the OG, the king of beers himself, Mister Budweiser. King of beers. Yes. yes. We are farmers. Um, that's what I feel like I was just doing. King of beers. <laughs> so, so that's what we're drinking. We're drinking what was in our fridges. And uh, a long distance cheers to you, buddy. Yeah. Hey, back at you. Charles. Cheers in the camera.
Mamma Mia! Somebody trying to get your attention. Oh yeah, it was uh, wifey. We were having baby troubles because uh, was you giving sign language? No, I was giving her the the rocker horns because she's because uh, there's nothing more fulfilling as a parent when you put a baby down and they stay and they stay asleep and you're like, yeah, I fucking did that shit. Yes. Boom, bitch. How you yes. like me now? Fucking. We, me and her like chest bump whenever he goes down quietly, obviously, but uh, high five, you know, shots, everything. Uh, every oh, night. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> every time he goes to sleep. I uh, I tried to put the baby to sleep at like four o'clock this morning and was failing miserably. Yeah. And uh, she would not stay asleep. And then finally, my alarm goes off for work. And I'm like, okay, I'm like I'm done now. Now it's now it's your turn. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, all right, you take over. I go downstairs, and she texts me, and she's like, yeah, the reason she won't go to sleep is because underneath her pajamas, you forgot to button up her onesie when you changed her diaper. So it's like all crinkled up on her stomach and back. Mm. I'm like, ah, uh, uh. so she like fixed that later down. She went right to bed, right to sleep. Yeah. I don't know. There's also something to moms. Moms yeah. have a magic power. That's it's bullshit. I know, man. Even though I've realized she, she can do it. Like put him down when I just, I'm failing miserably, but there's been times where I've come out with the big W when everything has failed. And like, actually, for instance, you know, staying at our in-laws and uh, he wouldn't go to sleep. I was up from one till about four or five in the morning and he screamed the whole time. And we just could not console this kid. Um, and finally, I just like, I just did. I just went, Okay. One of us has to get some sleep. So I just took him downstairs away from everyone else just so my wife could try to sleep. And I was like, I'm just going to stay up with him. And whenever she gets up, I'm going to hand him to her. And then she can, like, at least with some rest, take care of him and then let me go to sleep. Right. So that was my game plan. And then I sat down in the seat and he. I don't know. He like he couldn't get comfortable, so he ended up like laying, like he ended up being like like doing planking. Remember planking? Mm-hmm. He was doing that, but like straight. 
And then he like flipped on his back and was still doing it. And it was like weirdly like his head was on my shoulder and I was like extending my arm out where I'm just like holding his whole body on one arm resting (laughs) on the thing. And I'm just like, and he started to fall asleep. I said, fuck it. My my arm could fall off, but I'm not going to let go of this child to make sure he sleeps. And then finally I got him tired enough where I could like bring it back in, you know, listening to my muscles scream at me and my shoulder pop like, (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. And then I walked him upstairs like he was an unexploded bomb and I had to get it to the safe room. Yeah. And I just, it was like one step at a time. And every time there was a noise, I went, all right, a next step. Boop. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. The joys of fatherhood. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Here's one for you. Uh, my parents live or, yeah, my parents live. Uh, my parents live in a house that have hardwood floors, and they are the creakiest fucking things you've ever heard. And it's just hardwood floors in general. But right by his bedroom is the worst spots. <laughs> and I have honed in my inner like wipeout slash ninja warrior, and have figured out what points of the like seams of certain slats make the creaks so when you watch me walk down that hall when he's asleep i have to make a three foot gap jump and then i've got like (laughs) two steps against the left side of the wall i'll step to the right and push against the wall with my left hand and then jump in between the door frame to get into our room jeez just like i know just the creak of the floor will wake him up sometimes Oh, it's man. loud though like it's yeah. it's real loud that's rough but i also don't i just i also don't chance it yeah oh no you can't yeah yeah <laughs> not anymore not anymore like, like it doesn't always wake him up but i don't want that to be the time but it's fun it reminds me of a there's a movie called ninja assassin and uh i'm sure there is <laughs> Yeah, no, no, there's a, it's, I actually, I actually own like three copies of it because I couldn't remember if I owned it and I bought it. And then I went, I was like at a Walmart bin was like, oh, $5 for Ninja Assassin. It's a shit. And totally forgot. I'd already bought it twice before. Um, so part of this thing is like all these kids, they don't get adopted. They essentially get kidnapped and taken to this like, uh, I don't know what you call it. Not a dojo, but it's like, it's like a compound that yeah. basically raises these kids to like be into uh, in kind of the ninja way of life, ninjutsu. And they do all this like insane training. And one of them is there's a walkway of hardwood and there's these pins on the, like underneath the floor. And they like, they're rubbing up against like another piece of metal so if you step on it, it makes a loud squeak. Yeah. And so like part of their training is to walk through the hallway without making those things squeak. Mm-hmm. And the main character can't do it. He couldn't do it as a kid. And then like at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he goes down this hallway, which is where he's like going to take on his old master. And he's got to walk through the infamous hallway and he's going through it. And he fucking made it squeak. And then he takes like, this crazy weapon and just destroys the fucking walkway. Like, fuck this thing. <laughs> yeah. As you should. He should have just started with that. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah. Should have just stepped into the hallway with a Gatling gun that Jesse Ventura has in Predator and just <laughs> lit the whole fucking hallway up. The movie's pretty badass. It's definitely it's crazy. And then and then after he gets done shooting the gun, it like the 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 noise of the gun silences, and then you hear a little squeak. Yeah. <laughs> like damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh now that we're done with Dag Corner, uh yep. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to do a little round of Would You Rather. And I I thought I only had a few of them on here. And then as I got to looking at it, I probably got like 20 of them on here. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I was thinking of some Would You Rathers the other day. And I haven't even looked at any of these, like actually read any of them. So yeah. we'll be going through this uh, together because I wrote all these probably over a year ago. And yeah. preparation for a podcast that we never did. <laughs> so now we're getting to it. Sweet. All right. Alex, would you rather the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic? Mm. That's a tough one. My first knee-jerk reaction is organic on the simple basis that like mechanical would make me believe that they are on a domination quest because they don't value human life unless there's some kind of weird bionic or they don't uh, value organic life at all. Yeah. Like they are just about like, I don't know, absorbing information and then destroying. So it can't make more information and then moving on to the next thing. It could be like the Sentinels and uh, the matrix movies. Yeah. Or the, uh, or the terminators and the terminator movies. Yeah. Or um, like robotic versions of the brains from Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm like I'm hoping organic, yeah. but unless it's like some kind of crazy AI 
that evolves past the simple binary logic of like good, bad, like not even good, bad, like it actually evolves into a, it's a, like essentially a living organism. Yeah. Like it had, it actually has emotions and feelings and da, 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 da. It's like this real cute little robot that comes down like in the Wally movie, like the yeah. white one that flies around. Yeah. It just comes, zooms down like, hi, I am here to help. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It, it all, it really all just depends on if it's good or bad. Oh yeah. If it's you bad, know it's, if it's bad, I want it to be organic. Yeah. So we can fuck it up. Yeah. It bleeds. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, what's funny is you made me think, I swear, even if a robot, an alien robot came to this earth with every intention of going, I just, I just want to help Dave. And it has no intentions of performing any cruelties on us. The amount of people that would go fucking kill it. It's trying to take some shit from us. Like they're like half the population would lose their shit. And there would be probably even more than half, honestly, because there'd be like this. It'd be our own brains overthinking of like, can we trust it? Is it gathering information? Is it finding ways to take us out? And it would be our own, our own like paranoia, paranoia that would end up. And it's yeah. like, I'm not helping anymore. You're a psycho. And just like pops off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will now send down the drones. Nah. Yeah. No. You remind me of my ex. Alex, would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure my wife would like me to have a silver tongue. Hey, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) uh, I, I, I'd probably go golden voice. I'd hum shit all. I, I fucking sing all damn day long. At least it did sound good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm right there with you. I would also have the golden voice. Yeah. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off of your life? What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're going to live to 85, now you will only live to 83, but you don't have to do any jail time. All right. So in all, all honesty, uh, yeah, I'd probably just lose a year, like just notch me down from 85 to 83 or whatever. Like, yeah, just because, uh, to me, it's like, it, it's like, I'm going to take a turn from like the medical aspect. It's the quality of life. Like I can, like, if it's a, if it's a year of jail right now, I kind of need this time. Like this is prime time for the Alex Corley channel. Yeah. But at 85 it's just reruns homie and <laughs> if you just want to go ahead and take me off the center, the channel yeah cool yeah. yeah at that point you just you know time travel to somewhere else exactly start over in another built another uh another body <laughs> would you rather have one real get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door probably get out of jail free card 
Yeah. Yeah. Because just because you can open a door doesn't mean you should go in it and you might spend some jail time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is true, but it's all about whether or not you're uh, a morally sound person, Alex. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there, but see, that's also if I was like kind of because like a key to any that opens any door what's stopping me from robbing a bank your morality that was, dude that's what's stopping you okay but what's the point of having a key that opens any door because you locked out of the house sir you need to you need to open your friend's car door who accidentally locked her keys in a car you see a baby locked in a car with the windows up in a, in a parking lot somewhere and it's 100 degrees outside so you become key man yeah uh, key man yeah you just become the world's greatest locksmith <laughs> I, I you know what that is true like you could start a business around the key oh yeah for sure you just walk up stick it in turn it there you go yeah like how the shit how'd you do it don't worry about it and move on yeah, uh, it's called you have the right tool for the job. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so I would have I would just have the key that opens any door. That would be what I would. You do. know, that would be interesting because there are safes that can't be opened, uh, and that would be an amazing opportunity to open them up without destroying what's inside. Well, yeah, yeah, the door to the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What, what what was it? What was that? What was it? Get out of jail free card or a key that opens any door? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am morally sound, but I also know shit happens. Uh <laughs> would you rather know the history of every object you touch or be able to talk to animals? Know the history. Of anything I touch, probably uh, either way, it's gonna be weird. Uh, I'm gonna say talk to animals because there's some objects that. <laughs> all right, so I'm thinking of like house. Like it's funny. I'm sitting here like walking around. Like if I grab a hold of something, and be like, like they put you where? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know about it about this person. I am yeah. not. <laughs> I'm not touching the cutlery ever again. Um, yeah, but you could go to like the pyramids of Egypt and touch them. And that would be cool. Yeah. That is true. I, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking more home use. Uh, yeah. Like you could, <laughs> I would. Uh, yeah. Don't like be touching f- the handle of the plumber. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, something broke. You can touch it and be like, oh, you fucking broke it. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah uh but i guess yeah like you could find a lot of mysteries oh yeah like solve a lot of mysteries uh, yeah the statues at easter island you can oh, go t- touch amila Earhart's like a piece of her plane and see yeah. how it went down yeah, yeah. that's not bad mm. and animals you're just like how are the squirrels today like nuts <laughs> yeah cool but hey, can you go tell your buddy, your buddy squirrels to stop chewing on my Christmas lights? Yeah. That'd be yeah. awesome. I feel like I might need to, I might flip on this one. 
Because the more I think about it, like it'd be cool to talk to animals, but it doesn't mean they're going to listen to you. Well, right. They'll just—it's just having something else that can tell you to fuck off in another species. <laughs> they could all be real big dicks. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Like we all think. <laughs> And then you're stuck talking to these animals and they just don't give a shit. They don't listen. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn? So let's say you're going to live to 85. Yeah. You'll stay your age right now, but you'll learn, you'll automatically, boom, know everything that happens in your life from now to 85. All the knowledge you will gain from now to 85 will instantly be in your brain. Or you can maintain what you now have and go back to age five. I go back to age five. I don't know. That's a tough one because I'm sitting here like, if I know everything to 85, it's like, like both are giving you opportunities to change the future, but it's like the 85 one. It's like, if you're going to, if you die inevitably, like if time is uh constant, not fluid, um, it's, or it's, I can't, whatever it's, it's kind of like, did I just find the ending to the story? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it just like I don't know. The eighty-five seems like it it ruins some of the fun of finding out what happens. Oh yeah, because if you go back to five, then you only know up to thirty-five, right? And you could change it. And and you like, can change hey, it. Yeah, and then um, once you change one thing, that's it. Like the rest mm-hmm. of the future is unknown, right? You know, everybody then, be typing in Gore Lugal. Yeah, Lugal instead of Google. Yeah. How many times in the podcast have we referenced Hot Top Time Machine? I have no idea. <laughs> Hundreds. That's a good, that's a good. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you can tell us the exact number of times that we have referenced Hot Tub Time Machine on this podcast, you win a free Soberless Thoughts t shirt. <laughs> Uh, just send us an email with your guess as to the number of times right. since the beginning of this podcast that we have referenced Hot Tub Time Machine. You know what a washcloth is. You know what a loofah is. You even know what a fupa is. But Agmo Industries presents the Bufa, a cleaning sponge made from 100% all-natural organic back hair. Yes, I said it, back hair. This coarse material helps to exfoliate and gets rid of dry, dead skin. We go to our local day spa and acquire the best hair to give you the better quality product. So, if you want to take your shower to the next level, you get the Bufa. Hey, Mike, what else can it be used for? Have you ever heard of daddy issues? Boofa. 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 Alex. Yep. Would you rather have all dogs try to attack you when you when they see you or all birds try to attack you when they see you? Damn it, because I'm a dog person. I fucking love dogs. But it would be way more fucking manageable <laughs> to deal with dogs. So uh, I'd have to do dogs because 
birds would just be plowing in the side of my car as I'm driving to work. Uh, oh, yeah, man. You can never go outside again. Yeah, ever. Ever. And like dogs, I can deal with that. I'll just. Uh, like just all right well i'm not going to the dog park uh i yeah. can't go to anybody's house as a dog i'll just start telling people i'm allergic yeah uh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah dogs for me too it'd have to be dogs because have you ever seen the movie the birds <laughs> uh years ago dude that the events of that movie is enough i don't care how many times i see cujo the <laughs> the birds has got it Maybe yeah, they'll get you. Yeah. Would you rather there be a perpetual water balloon war going on in your city or a perpetual food fight? That one I got. I mean, I got to talk that one out because, like, look, water balloon fight, that means it's going to happen in the winter. It's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be nonstop all year round. There's yeah. always a water balloon fight going on hyperthermia is going to be an issue all that could be manageable right you wear yeah. a raincoat on top of your normal clothes you'd be cool yeah uh, but a food fight to me seems more fun because i've always wanted to be in a food fight uh i've always wanted to start one uh but it seems cool at first and it, if they don't clean it up the city's gonna fucking stink oh man it's gonna be horrible it's gonna be just the middle of august just rotted cakes and pies and desserts and chicken and lasagna and noodle like just everything eggs eggs sauerkraut baloney yeah <laughs> anything anybody can get a hold of yeah and i feel like it also be granted one's using a lot of rubber but that's a lot of wasted food like there'd be some actually you know what it would happen there'd be some starving ass people come here and like just eat the food just run around with their mouths wide open yeah basically like someone threw a cupcake at you just pull it off your side of your head and eat it yeah all the homeless people would move to your town yeah yeah all the real homeless people all the ones that just want uh you know money yeah I'm going to say water balloon fight. Yeah. In my town. Mm. I'm going to go water balloon too. Just simple cleanup. <laughs> yeah. Water's a lot easier to clean up than food. Yeah. We just have a great sewage system and we have filters for all the damn rubber balloons. Yeah. So they get recycled into new rubber balloons. Exactly. Yeah. Alex, would you rather have everything you draw become real but be permanently terrible at drawing <laughs> or be able to fly but only as fast as you can walk that's easy fly just slowly fly yeah dude i could pimp by people dude i that, don't that would be <laughs> like i could just be, be put my arms behind my head just be sitting on my back just floating by just like yeah. hey what up man yeah i'm <laughs> flying it's whatever like you're on the lazy river <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> yeah it's no contest on that one for sure i'd be too like 
I thought you were going to say whatever you draw is evil. I was like, man. No, you're just a horrible drawer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would you rather everyone be required to wear identical silver jumpsuits or any time two people meet and are wearing any identical articles of clothing, they must fight to the death? I guess jumpsuits. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to see just right. That would be funny, though, on the news. They would have their daily news thing. We're like, oh, Gene Agrabaum and Thomas Borset today uh, met at the town square and just happened to have the same shirt and tie on. Uh, Gene Agrabaum was the winner of the fight to the death. (laughs) Yeah. Just be stats every day of the winners. Like, well. Two hipsters walked into a bar, both wearing a 2002 Weezer shirt, and uh, they fought to the death, and the other one is now wearing it on his head as a trophy. Yes. <laughs> I think I wanna, I'm want. i going to go with the must fight to the death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll just be naked all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you rather... Have someone secretly give you LSD on a random day and time once every six months or have everyone in the world all take LSD at the same time once every five years. Uh, I'm going to take one for the team Uh, and I'm going to say once every six months Uh, and I'll just, I'll be the one to get my brain liquefied. It also would be really funny and be like, oh, fuck, not today. Not today. What the fuck? Why would you do it today? It's like the reverse getting popped for your drug test. Yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I got to go to driver's school later. I'm going to my nephew's like bar mitzvah. Like, yeah. it's all this crazy shit's happening. And then all of a sudden you're just like, hey, have you ever seen... Have you ever seen and tasted colors before? They're amazing. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. yeah. You're in the DMV freaking some lady out. Like, hey, I need to uh, uh <laughs> I need to get my license renewed. It's the one that has a unicorn and elephant on it. Yes. I'm the unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what cracker juice tastes like? Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's delicious. Dude, that was like a, something I said to my wife. I was like, doesn't that just sound like the nastiest shit you've ever heard of? Cracker juice. Yeah. It's called hot sauce. <laughs> Cracker juice. Yeah. Alex, would you rather have a clown only you can see that follows you everywhere and mm. just stand silently in a corner watching you without doing or saying anything? Or have a real-life stalker who dresses like the Easter bunny that everyone else can see. That's another one I'm going to have to talk my way through. All right, so the clown. Good news is, like, one, you could, if you tell people, they all know you're fucking crazy. But the good thing is, if I had a clown that stared at me, was there all the time, whether he talked or he or she talked or not, I would fucking talk to it. Dude, I couldn't do the clown. 
Period. And, and I would just say, like, hey, man, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, I would start to make a dialogue for him or her and yeah. just, like, be. it'd almost be like Tom Hanks with Wilson. Like, I'd be like, do you think we should do this? Yeah, you're, you're right. We should do that. And, like, it just sitting there looking at me yeah. uh, that or it would freak me out so much. I'd end up blowing my brains out. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the clown. It, I felt like at first it'd freak you out. Then you'd get used to it. And then you'd like fall into the depths of psychosis of like, this thing won't fucking stop staring at me. How could you get used to it, dude? No matter where you go, everywhere you go, it's always there. Just yeah. standing silently in the corner staring at you yeah that's probably yeah that's probably what would uh yeah that would not end well i'm feeling imagine trying to have sex with your wife it is in the corner yeah if i if i had enough balls i'd look at it talk shit to it like i bet you wish you could do this don't you yeah yeah i get it yeah you like this don't you you pervert <laughs> just talk mad shit to him. Yeah, but your uh, wife can't see it, so she just thinks you're just talking to some yeah, yeah. corner of the room. She's like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's great. Why? Who are you calling a pervert? <laughs> Don't worry about it." I, I I put a mirror in the room. Let her think I'm talking to myself. Um, yeah, I I guess the real life stalker because at least everybody will see him. Like, yeah, the Easter Bunny's back. Yeah. Somebody call 911. Get that motherfucker. Alex, would you rather have someone impersonating you and doing really amazing things that you get the credit for or find money hidden in weird places all around your house every day? But you can't figure out where the money is coming from or how it keeps getting there. Because it's really like, like go out in the world and do a bunch of shit and I get the credit for it. That's pretty lazy where I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely scaled Mount Everest. Um, but then finding money, I mean, as long as no one else knows where it's coming from, fuck it. Give me the money. Yeah. And you don't ever find out. Like, yeah. And one day the IRS shows up at your house. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. See, if it was that, then I was, I'd just take credit for somebody else. But yeah, if like right. no one ever finds out, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's a magical couch that just shits out money. Yeah. One dollar every 500 days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some leprechaun shit. Yeah, right. I choose that one. Okay, you get one dollar every five hundred. Yeah, it, it'd be like pennies <laughs> or some fucking table change. <laughs> Alex, would you rather have all animals feel compelled to obey you if you come within ten feet of them, or be given the opportunity to genetically design a pet that will be loyal only to you with the combined DNA of three animals? I think I'm going to go with the latter. Yeah. And I'm going to make a liger. And that's going to be. <laughs> you got a third one. What else are you going to throw in it? With, with uh, eagle wings. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would have to make my perfect pet. 
I don't know what though. I don't know if it's going to be like a a horse mixed with a Komodo dragon <laughs> mixed with a I don't know uh, a griffin. I don't know. It'd be it'd be some crazy or a human. That'd be some fucked up shit. Yeah. Uh, a Bigfoot mixed with a predator. Uh, mixed, mixed. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah so we're both doing with the perfect pet yeah oh i got i got one real quick yeah here's one would you rather know and find proof and find the existence of bigfoot or know that aliens exist or not the bigfoot yeah yeah I'm more of a Bigfoot than an alien guy. But see, now I say that, but now that I think about it, I'm only going to know that they exist. Am I going to have actual proof that they exist? Let's say it this way. Uh, no. You'll <laughs> you'll know for a fact that there. Let's let's do it this way. You'll know for a fact there are aliens on the planet, or not, uh-huh. or you will find the Bigfoot and have proof of it. Hmm. I think I'm still want to go with Bigfoot. Yeah, I feel like that too because just for the simple fact, if you even if you knew it, how to convince other people that that is the hundred percent truth, yeah. you're gonna come off like you're like making party hats at aluminum foil. Right. I already know that aliens are here on the planet. I don't need yeah. to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I need the proof that Bigfoot is around. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather have a map that shows you the location of anything you want to find and can be used again and again, but has a margin of error up to five miles? This is a shitty, this is a shitty would you rather because we have GPS on our phones. Yeah. So it doesn't, and which is completely accurate to within a fucking centimeter. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. What was the other side of the question? Well, the other one was, or a device that allows you to find the location of anything you want with incredible accuracy, but can only be used three times. So what your phone's going to die after using it three times. Yeah. The, the other side of that should be something different because yeah. I would, could you get, you piqued my interest with the, you could have a map that could find anything. Cause I'm sitting there going, I'm going to fucking find the Ark of the covenant. There's a hidden like chamber of gold, like in South America somewhere. Like I find some crazy shit. Oh, that. see, I didn't even think about it on that. Like, as far as that goes, I was just yeah. thinking of like an actual place. Yeah. But it says within an, an error of up to five miles. Fuck. I mean, if I knew five miles, Five miles circumference. I mean, it's pretty big, but I feel like it's doable. Maybe the Ark of the Covenant is somewhere in this five mile diameter. Yeah. If I get enough funding and convincing of people, we'll find that. Oh, yeah. But you got to, yeah, you got to convince them that it's there. Yeah. Or you can use the device three times and it'll show you exactly. So, the Ark of the Covenant could be one of those things. That's true. The three. Yeah. I'd go find the, I'd find a crazy, I'd look up a crazy sunken ship to get millions of dollars on the first one. 
<sighs> then go find something. Then go find like the Ark of the Covenant or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something that uh is completely like uh priceless. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather always like or not? Would you would you rather always feel like someone is following you, but no one is? Or always feel like someone is watching you, but no one is. Probably following because I already do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was joking around with my wife about this the other day. I was like, man, I've watched too many scary movies. I have watched too much shit. When it's pitch black outside and I'm walking, I've got my peripheral on like height, like heightened awareness. And I'm constantly kind of turning my head and looking behind me just to keep check see if anyone's gonna swoop up and hit me with a brick or something yeah have you ever <laughs> seen the movie it follows no oh so. my god dude are you serious yeah all right so this is a horror movie mm-hmm. it's called it follows find it immediately and watch right. it it's like okay. one of the best scary movies that's came out in the last 10 years all right it follows. It follows. Would you rather write a novel that will be widely considered the most important book in the past 200 years, but you and the book will only be appreciated after your death or be the most famous erotic writer for your generation? This is asking me if I want to if I want to be known or appreciated, uh, erotic writer, I guess erotic writer. I, I I'm going to write those Bigfoot eroticas. Cause like, <laughs> like it's, it's one of those things like you, you read about, or I've watched documentaries on my wife's like an art nerd. So like all this stuff on like Van Gogh and all this and that were like, they were dirt poor, you know, they had rough fucking lives. And then, they die and then maybe like 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years later, they're like one of the most important influential persons of that genre and they never fucking knew it. Right. Yeah. They thought they were failures. Yeah. They, and it was like, but there is something weirdly warming about that. Like I can keep my name going on for generations. Yeah. I will not keep my name going on for generations if I'm writing the Fabio covered erotica. <laughs> Maybe you're the most famous erotica writer of your generation. Yeah. Get a bunch of middle-aged people who are just like, I love your books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Book signings every other weekend. Yeah. I mean, probably that just, I mean, I'd be making bank off of it for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, would you rather date someone that you love, but they don't love you back or date someone who loves you, but you don't love them back? I feel like I've, uh, experienced both of these. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have too. Yeah. Um, so I love them, but they don't love me. Or honestly, I would probably go with they love me because I'm a fucking narcissist. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that's what it was because the other one just seems too. Uh, I've, I've been there and that was not fun. Yeah, the other one's too heartbreaking. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, so I'm on the same boat as you. At least I'll fake it. I'll fake it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you rather be the funniest person in the room, Alex Gorley? Yeah, yeah. Or the most intelligent? Funny all day, always funny. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah, man. Would you rather reserve one decision you make every day? Oh no. Would you rather reverse one decision you make every day, or be able to stop time for ten seconds every day? Probably reverse a decision because stopping. T- All right, I'm about to get super stupid nerdy on you. Stopping time, like what are you gonna fuck do for ten seconds of stopping time? Uh, no, well. I say that, but that could be at some point in your life could be literally life or death for someone. And you could save someone's life. Yeah. Damn. I'm talking myself out of this. (laughs) At first I was just going, that's stupid. What the fuck can you do with 10 seconds? And honestly, if you stop 10 seconds every day, um, you, Alex, listen, You can do a lot in 10 seconds. Yeah. But here's the downside to that. That means every day when you stop for 10 seconds, everyone else is going to stop and you're going to age for 10 seconds. Is it that you're stopping like you're stopping time for 10 seconds or when you stop time, time is stopped. Yeah. And then you can have the time stopped for as long as you want it stopped. But as far as like the people that are in that, that aren't being like the people going, it's just for 10 seconds for them. But for you, it could be an endless amount of time in that. Yeah. And that stoppage of time, I guess I feel like, like I'm like maybe everybody's moving in slow motion or something. I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I could see that. I'm thinking now stopping time. You could actually have a pretty good flex on that. You get a lot done. Yeah. I'm going to go with stopping time now. Right. Stopping time. I, yeah. I'm going to do the reverse one decision. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm gonna purposely do some fucked up shit just to see, then I thought go back that same shit. Yeah, I, I thought that. That's actually one reason I was like, see, I would end up just making a terrible decision every day on purpose. Yeah, so I had to go back and change it. Yeah, and I mean, then you can see how shit plays out. You know, we all exactly. have that weird fucking thought. You're like, hey, what if I did that? Well, now you can go fucking do it and see what happens. Yeah, but yeah. you can only reverse one decision. Yeah. So, yeah, so you make your, you set your mind to, okay, today, instead of going into work, I'm going to call my boss and time to fuck off. Yeah. And then you spend that whole day doing whatever. And then you're like, ah, eh, that was, that was a dumb decision. So you go back and you reverse that decision. And then you yeah. actually went to work that day. <laughs> yeah. No. Damn it. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, that was my first one where I was like, all right. That's definitely what I'm going to do. And now I'm like, 
Mm. I don't know. Cause I'm, it's making me second guess the 10 seconds again. All right. Fuck it. I'm going to do, I'm going to flip. So I've been flip flopping <laughs> this like crazy. I'm going to flip flop again and I'm going to go reverse decision because I would have a lot of fun with that. Cause I can't tell you how many times I go, like I've seen someone walking by and they're eating ice cream cone or something. And I'm like, what if I just slam that in their face? And now I could do it. <laughs> you could and do I, it. Yeah. And then I would go, well, that's what happened after you slammed an ice cream cone in someone's face that was eating it in front of you. Yeah. And then you can go back and then turn it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go rob a yeah. bank. Yeah. And then, oh, I got caught. Damn it. Okay. Reverse that situation. <laughs> yeah. Reverse that decision. I just keep robbing banks. <laughs> reverse, reverse. Me. Yeah. <clears throat> One decision every day. Yeah. So each day I'd have to. Ah, dude. You know what I just thought of? Huh. The decision I made to put a certain numbers down for the Powerball. <laughs> dude. Yes. Totally sold. <laughs> and then I get the actual numbers and I'm like, ah, I put the wrong numbers down. Let's reverse that decision. Yeah. <laughs> I only have to do that once. <laughs> yeah. And then you can just like make the decision. Like I move my beer over here. Then you go back and just moved it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know if I would see now I, you said that, but I don't think I would ever waste my decision on something like that. You don't think you're just going to have an off day where you're like, I mean, today was pretty amazing. I didn't do like, I just, you know, I, I won the Powerball yesterday and, and I then I just a, wouldn't, I just wouldn't reverse anything that day. Oh, okay. See, I was thinking you had to reverse. You had to reverse one decision every day. It didn't say that you have to, but if you had to, then okay, I could see something like that. Yeah, I was like playing loopholes over here of like, all right. All right, I've got one last would you rather. Okay. Would you rather be able to talk your way out of any situation or be able to punch your way out of any situation? I feel like I'm a... I mean, that's actually pretty funny because it could be like anything like you know, cop pulls you over. Are you going to talk your way out of it? You're just going to like nail him in the jaw. And he just goes, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Like that's some, like think about how big your balls would be. If you could punch your way out of, uh, anything, any situation, any situation. (laughs) Oh man. See, but my knee jerk reaction was to the silver tongue, like to talk my way out of, cause I really, there's times I've talked my way in and out of stuff and I fucking like, I kind of like giggle inside. Like I did that shit. Yeah. Like, like the time I talked a bouncer into letting one of my friends into a bar. Actually, uh, it was a strip club. I don't know if I've told the story on here about, but basically like we were all 18 and that we were going to a bar that had an 18 year and up like strip club. And my buddy wasn't 18, but he had his uh, college ID with him. And he was going to Western and we walked up there and I told him like, we drove an hour to go to this thing. And he was like, dude, what happens if I can't get in? I was like, dude, I'll get you in. 
I'm like, dude, how? I was like, just trust me, right? So, like, we go up to the bouncer. Bouncer's like, all right, let me see your IDs because we all look like we're 12 or 18. Right. Uh, I give him my ID. Another buddy gives his ID, the last one. And then the, the guy on the last, he's the one that's like, I don't have my ID. I actually just have my college ID. And the guy was like, hey, man, I can't let you in. And then I like stepped in like I was his attorney. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, let me ask you something, man. You know what? It's like, you got to think about this. It was like, you should be able to take that. He goes, why? I was like, all right, let's let's break this down. Uh, we're all 18, first of all. Uh, you know, and when you're in college, your freshman year, guess what age you are? You're 18. That's because you graduate high school, you either are 17 or you're turning 18. I was like, no one goes to college not 18 years old. So I'm telling you, this man right here is definitely 18 years old. I mean, look at him. He's been in college for a year. He's going into a sophomore year. And I like just rattled all these reasons why he should accept that. And the the bouncer kind of like looked at it again and was like, all right, that's fine. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it was logical. It makes sense. I pleaded my case and my friend looked at me. It was like, how the fuck did you? And it was like an out of body experience. I was like on a next level of like, like I'm hitting this dude with everything I got. Yeah. And he just was like, all right, that was good. Either. He was like, you're a good shit talker. I'm letting you in because of that. Or that made sense. Yeah. Or so, he's thinking you got this whole group of dudes. They're yeah. all about to leave. If I don't let this one fucking idiot in, basically, or they're all going to go in and spend a bunch of money that my girlfriend in there can then collect on. Probably. But but it was to this day, like (laughs) to this day, I'm still hanging out with him and he's like, do you remember that? It's like, that was fucking crazy. I don't know how you, cause he, at first he said no, like two or three times and was pretty adamant about it. And then I just like worked my mojo. Yeah. And I was never that guy. It was, you know, that scene of well, uh, in uh, old school, well, they're in the debate, and Will Ferrell like blacks out, and he goes starts going like, and I think the uh, the real issue at hand is da 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 da, and they're like, yeah. that was that was perfect. That was me trying to get my friend into a strip club. <laughs> I blacked out and was just like, no, I'm telling you, do, 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 and boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your answer is, I'm going to talk my way out of things. All right. See, my answer is depending on my age. If I was in my early twenties, it would 100% be punch my way out of any situation yeah. because that's what I tended to do anyways, as it was when I was in yeah. my early twenties, I couldn't tell you the number of bar fights I'd been in uh, an ungodly amount. Yeah. Too many, too many. And uh, then as I got older, I realized, hey, my body isn't what it used to be. I can't take the punishment I could once take. So I started talking my way out of situations and talking my way out of bar fights and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I first read this, I thought to myself, it would definitely be now it would be to talk my way out of any situation. But then I started thinking about it. What if I'm on a safari in Africa and a lion attacks my car? Damn, you're right. How am I going to talk 
the lion out of not eating me. You could yell at it. Technically, that's talking. I'm going to punch my way out of that situation. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure I told this story, too. There was a time I was, there was a Rottweiler coming at me. Uh, Long story short, it was me and my cousin were trying to find a bull that had gotten out of its pen. And I had tracked it down to like a farm, like basically like one holler over and we were pushing it back. And basically you just walk behind it and just make sure it doesn't do some dumb shit and go off sideways. And then we get to this one, uh, like we get to like right next to where our farm is. And I'm like, just pushing it through this field. And this fucking Rottweiler comes out of nowhere and it's hauling ass at us. And my cousin, who is like six foot, six one, pretty big guy, fucking just like scales a fence and climbs up a tree. (laughs) And I run towards a Rottweiler and I scream as loud as I can. And like my best dad, like "Ah," kind of thing. And that Rottweiler stopped in its tracks because it didn't know what was going on. Then it started to come at me again, and I started screaming at it. And it wasn't until like the fourth or fifth one that some guy came out of a trailer with a shotgun. It was like, hey, what the fuck's going on out here? But that's a side story. Um, but yeah, it was his dog. And I was like, yeah, your dog's like trying to come after me. He was like, well, you're on my property. I'm like, well, I got a bull on here that I'm trying to get to our property. And he thought I meant like a little calf. And he goes, well, shit, boy, let me show you how it's done. I was like, yeah, all right, go ahead. You go show me how it's done there, Cletus. Uh, <laughs> and he hops on a full there and goes drives. And he runs into it. And then he drives immediately back. He goes, you didn't tell me it was a big fucking 2,000-pound fucking bull. I was like, I said a bull, didn't I? <laughs> Alex, that was the most country-ass fucking story I've ever heard on this podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. I've got a couple of them. I got a little hidden tracks. Y'all don't even know that about me. God damn. Yeah, dude. I was probably 16 when I did that shit. And it was just me and my cousin because my dad was like working. He goes, Hey, go down there and find that bull and bring it back. I'm like, I fucking all right. Uh, it was a it was a wonderful afternoon. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And my cousin was not happy because he didn't realize it was a big ass bull either. So yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I did I did get a dog to not attack me doing my job. These people let their dog or their dog was out and just happened to be like over on the side of the house and I didn't see it. And they have this massive big front yard that's like right on the main like main street. Yeah. And I but I guess the dog's has like one of those invisible fences. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I set the box up on the by the front door and I turn around and start walking back and this dog comes sprinting around the side of the house and it's like a like a Labrador or something. Like a I don't know what it is. It, it's not a Labrador, but it's like the size of a Labrador. Yeah. And uh it comes sprinting around the side of the house like just and just barking out like you know, like it's gonna fucking kill me. And uh and I pretty much did the same thing you did is I turned and faced it and just was like ah! at it. 
and it just stopped and was like maybe five feet away from me. And then it would just like slowly like growl and start coming at me. And then I started like coming at it, like, like stepping one or two steps too close to it. Like, ah, ah. Yeah. yeah. And then to, till it finally, like, I like pushed it back all the way to its front porch to where it's like cornered in its own front porch. Yeah. And then like, and then I just started to like slowly walk back away from it and it just stayed on the porch. And uh, then I turned around and looked and there's like, there's like five people standing <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. All were, staring at you. They were all just watching this happen. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And I just wave like, yeah, I got it. How's it going? I know how to deal with dogs. I'm great with dogs. Uh, <laughs> I was actually sitting there thinking you should like carry a taser just in case if one of them ever like, l- like leached out and try to like get you, you just uh, well, the, the mailman. Well, I was talking to him about exactly that with that, when that happened and uh, he carries dog mace. I didn't even yeah. know that they sold such a thing, but Man, fuck it. get bear mace, make it real hard. Yeah, well, he's he's got yeah, so he's got dog mace. He's like, yeah, if that dog would have done that to me, I would have just sprayed it right in the face. Just went on about my business. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah the dog I was dealing with was like one of those out in the country, like it roams free kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, and I yeah. was like, if it ate, if it ate me up, I might not be found for a while. Right, kind of dogs. <laughs> uh, because it probably would take a chunk out of me, but I just happened to yell loud enough. The dude that lived in the trailer just came out. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked that the people in that house didn't come out because I'm like right on the edge of their front porch screaming at this dog. Yeah. Just like the, ah, back at it. You know, <laughs> what if they're freaked out? They're like, we don't leave the house because of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because there's been other times where that dog was outside and I pulled up. And they saw me pull up and then like open the door and yelled for the dog to come in because they know that uh, the dog is a fucking piece of shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little psychopath. Yeah. So, but uh, it was just funny that I didn't even notice those people were on the sidewalk and I turn around and they're just staring at me like, holy shit. Everybody's got their phone out, like videotaping you like, all right, let's see, let's see yeah. what happens. This, this is going to, this is going war- <laughs> world star for sure. <laughs> I could have just, I could have just slowly walked away, but no, no, I screamed it all the way back onto its porch. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> you got to show dominance, man. That's right. It will never fuck with me again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. So if you want to find us on social media in 2022, you will be able to do that on Facebook and Instagram at Soberless Thoughts. You can do it at Twitter uh, at think soberless or just search soberless thoughts you could send us emails with all those answers to those questions that we asked or anything else that you want to email us literally anything or suggestions for the show things that you want us to drink in future episodes all to soberless thoughts at gmail.com if you want to try and find the podcast you can do that at soberlessthoughts.com or at any podcatcher out there that catches podcasts that are floating around in the outer space, we're there. Also, uh, when you find those podcatchers out there floating around in the outer space of the web, remember to like, share, comment, 
and uh, subscribe. Send a review of a multitude of stars, however it does it. And we like we like reviews. We like to read the reviews. The reviews that we get on there, we'll read on the podcast and we'll read them out loud and we'll say, uh, Demon Kitten 666 said that this is their favorite episode to listen to while driving or a podcast to listen to while driving to work. Right. I think that's an actual actual accurate, uh, accurate review. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think, I think, I mean, I think that was actually one of the reviews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do we say when we get out of here then, buddy? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy and flip on out. Troubles away. Some mean old mama's got your head all in a horrible way. Still, for all your crying and all your pain, you're just the sweetest little woman that I've seen in my day. So come on, pretty mama, let me take your troubles away. Louder.